Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It is 309 here at the station, 79 degrees and sunny. Beautiful day outside. For my listeners who were listening yesterday, I apologize. We were preempted by ABC News. I had the indictment in hand. If you follow me on social media, both on Twitter and on Facebook, you've seen some of the things I've posted. I've been digging through it. I've been speaking to some of the people named in the indictment, some people that were part of the investigation because of the indictment. And we have a lot to uh, to start off there. But but And, and we're going to talk about this in depth later in the show. Like I said, I do have the, the indictment in front of me. I have been posting things on social media, highlighting things in the indictment, um, putting information out there that kind of questions the statements from the U.S. attorney, Jack uh, Smith, in this case, where he says, you know, there were no knowledge. These things weren't um, true. And then it turns out you know, months later, a year later, they were partially found to be true. So uh, but before, before we get started there, I just want to remind everybody, you know, election interference and refusing to accept who the president is and such like that. I want to... Uh, Submit some evidence, Your Honor. I'd like to submit the following evidence marked Exhibit A in the United States v. Trump, 18 U.S.C. 371, conspiracy to defraud the United States as a defense motion. Jake, you can play that now. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Hillary Clinton. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you Kamala Harris fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president? <laughs> Joe Biden, vice president. <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. Jimmy Carter. And he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see John Lewis, representative. President-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has Biden's been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Do you believe Trump is a legitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by Debbie the Washington Russian Schultz, interference. But there DNC actually chair. is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question. Yes. So that was a very tainted election. And in that sense, it's Jerry illegitimate. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he knows he didn't. He knows he's an illegitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president? Jimmy Carter. Based on what I just said, which I can't retract... <laughs> <laughs> the Russian attempt to have, to have the election, and frankly, the FBI's uh, weighing in on the election. I think make the make, makes his election illegitimate. There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, 
There's just a lot that I think will be revealed, history will discover, but you don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like, whoa, something's not right here. The outcome of the election was affected by their interference, and now we need to know, you know to what degree, uh, if any, the Trump campaign was actually in collusion with the uh, with, so with Russia. He knows he's an illegitimate president, so of course he's obsessed with me, and I believe that it's a guilty conscience. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. And Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think <laughs> I carried Florida. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency. If all the votes were counting in Florida, that Al Gore would be president today and George Bush would be back and off. I come from Florida where you and others participated in what I call the United States coup d'etat. There's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president. I rise to object to the fraudulent 25 Florida electoral votes. I must object because of the overwhelming evidence of official misconduct, deliberate fraud, chair, and an attempt the to chair must remind me. It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The Supreme the, uh, Court, not the is, people of the United the, States, decided this election. Speaking to a Democratic group in Chicago Tuesday, he made it clear he thinks Al Gore was the winner. By the time it was over, our candidate had won the popular vote, and the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results Al Gore would be president. The yeah, Supreme yes, Court elected the president. 2004, yes. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, although not the presidency. But the Supreme Court tampered? That's a large charge. The Supreme Court stopped the counting of the votes, and if they let the count go on, Al Gore would have got the necessary votes. The Supreme Court selected George W. Bush as the president. He was not elected. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. What I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. I don't think that George W. Bush won the election uh, in 2000 against Al Gore because I, th I think that he probably lost Florida and also that nationwide. If you invite me back on this show in about eight weeks, I think you're going to learn that Al Gore actually did get all the votes there. The court has been thwarting formation of the popular will. The most spectacular example being Bush versus Gore, where the majority by a 5-4 vote enjoined the counting of more than 100,000 ballots in Florida and essentially gave America its first court-appointed president. I think in 2000, Everybody thought, well, he did win the election, Al Gore. After the election, when you stole the election, you came back here and said, get over it. No, we're not going to get over it. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. Constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and malfunctioning electronic machines, which may not have paper receipts, have led to additional loss of confidence by the Nancy public. Pelosi. The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters. In 2004, the Barbara democratic Lee. process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once, or not at all. Based upon an inordinate number of allegations suggesting gross voting rights violations and misconduct, 
I join with my colleagues in objecting to counting the state of Ohio's electoral votes. As in 2000, the votes of many who wanted to vote were not Ted Kennedy. counted. This last Friday night, I, I arranged to meet Senator Kerry at a fundraiser to give him a copy of my book. He told me he now thinks the election was stolen. The wife of John Kerry said she has lingering doubts about the legitimacy of the election. Her theory goes like this. Two brothers, she calls hard right Republicans, own 80% of voting machines in the U.S. Therefore, it would be easy to hack into the mother machines that control the electronic voting. There were numerous irregularities in Ohio, including large percentages of rejections of provisional balloting, problems with voting machines. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. There are still legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections. I agree with tens of billions of Americans who are very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record that vote. The numerous irregularities that occurred with the electronic voting machines in Ohio on November the 2nd of last year point to an unresolved national crisis. We cannot declare that the election of November 2nd, 2004 was free and clear and transparent and real. There must be independent testing of the voting machines used in Ohio. I'm not confident that the election in Ohio was fairly decided. We know that there was substantial voter suppression and the machines were not reliable. All right, Jake, the I, think they got the, uh, I think they got the message there. And, uh, you know, we'll go through the indictment before, and, and the indictment is down. There's going to be a trial, and let let the let the chips fall where they may. This isn't a defense of Donald Trump. This is showing the hypocritical stances of today's Democrats in regards to to the last twenty years. They've complained about the same things. They've stood up on the the floor and refused to give their electoral votes because they didn't agree with the outcome. We just played it. There's video for it. You can go on my Twitter feed and watch it for yourself. But we're going to go through these counts. And just picking through it from what I've seen, and my, my, my gut tells me with this judge, with this U.S. attorney and a jury in the D.C. area, there will be a conviction on this. So don't, don't get me wrong. There will be a conviction on this. But like other cases from Jack Smith, the U.S. attorney, who brought similar charges against another politician, when it got to the Supreme Court, it was unanimously overturned because he stretched the law to a place it doesn't belong. Listen to the legal experts out there. I'm not here to convince you one way or another. Hey, they had enough to, sh- to prove a grand jury to indict. But you are going to have lawyers, you are going to have evidence at a trial that says they believed some of these things to be true. To this day, Donald Trump... And against my wants, still is adamant that the election was stolen. I'd rather he doesn't say those things. I'd rather he accepted it. But looking at the evidence that is there, yes, they were exaggerated complaints. They were exaggerated issues. But the issues were there nonetheless. And if you are Donald Trump, if you went through the entire Russian disinformation, false accusations, and everything that was there that was proven to be utter false just recently why would you trust anything that they say pennsylvania for one you know the two hundred thousand votes over voters we'll get into that 
I'll show you how that came about. You know, saying that the non-citizens voted in a certain county. Well, not the amount that they said there was, but there were non-citizens who voted. Saying dead people voted in Wisconsin. Again, not the amount that they were saying and exaggerating them to, but there were dead people found to have voted in that area. And these are all independent investigations years after the fact, between then and now. So it's going to be a tough haul through appeals because there is no crime against being suspicious. There is no crime in saying you believe that this is the case. And they are going to have legal experts sit down in, during this trial and say, yes, we believe to be this to be the extent after thorough investigations that we feel weren't thorough enough. We found limited amounts, but they were still there, justifying us to have that mean, that, that, that question. And again, we'll go through each of those later through the day. And again, if you follow me on social media, I highlighted a lot of it. I showed some evidence that I'm going to talk about later. But uh, it's, it's not all about this. I just wanted to show in the opening amount the, the, the hypocritical stance of, oh, my God, how dare they uh, defraud the United States with conspiracy theories? How dare they obstruct an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Well, you just heard congressman, uh, uh, congressman after congressperson, while it was another election, refusing to give their electoral votes. That's not one and the same. And there's also a reason why Pennsylvania, what they call false electors, probably won't be charged in anything because they said that they are they are becoming Trump electors in the case that the legal avenues show that there was fraudulent election. So they weren't saying, hey, we're the electors instead of the Bidens. We're not the false electors. We are the alternate electors if Trump's legal challenges become successful. We'll talk about all that later uh, later on in the show. It's uh, 323 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 326 here at the station. It's 80 degrees and sunny outside. It's time for Rob's Rundown on this Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. These are things that are happening in our headlines and our atmosphere. We're probably not going to get into them during today's show, but they're happening, so we uh, should be aware of them. The Scranton Jazz Festival returns to the area. Testimony in a Carbondale murder trial begins. A Dallas man charged in assaulting an EMT. Springbrook Township looks to create an agricultural security area. Hazleton mayor candidate pursues charges for sign damage. Area members of Congress and a state treasurer want answers from the Wilkes-Barre VA. Nanico could put term limits question to voters soon. Wilkes-Barre man given probation for threatening four with a firearm. Probation? But we need more gun laws. Hanover area hires three teachers and still seeks a vice principal. The Uber CEO stunned at the charge for a three-mile ride in New York City. Maybe he'll do something about that surge pricing. And data from a more than two-decade study finds world wildfires have decreased. And that's it for Rob's Rundown on this 
Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. Got a ton of text messages coming in. Uh, I always enjoy when uh, this happens. But, you know, showing how hypocritical Democrats were over the past two decades doesn't show support for Donald Trump. What I do support is the equal application of the law or when somebody abuses that. And we're going to go through the indictment, but because I'm pointing out to hypocrisy where Democrats said a lot of the same things, did a lot of the same things, is not a sign of support for Donald Trump. I've been very adamant from the start. I wished he would step aside and not run. He is the front runner by a lot right now. With this, I if it if past precedent shows anything, this is going to actually probably increase his popularity. He has already sent out a fundraising email as of late last night, early this morning, based on specifically this. So I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, the indictments are down. I, I'm not. It's not like I'm preventing anything by talking about them. I read through the indictments. I read through the evidence that the U.S. attorney is putting forth. And I found discrepancies. And again, that's what this is about. It's an indictment. It's one-sided. And if I'm, a, as a layperson, looking at this as a simple you know, career investigator, are picking out improprieties, as are picking out questions, the legal minds will surely tear this apart. But again, my gut tells me, with this judge, with this jury, a conviction is a slam dunk. A conviction is going to happen on this. It means nothing. It's going to go to appeals. It'll most likely be turned over on appeals. And if Donald Trump wins, which Joe Biden allegedly just had a lunch with Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden just allegedly had a lunch with uh, former President Obama, who warned him that Donald Trump was a formidable um, adversary when it comes to the election. So they are taking it seriously. They obviously want Donald Trump to be the nominee because of all the issues he has. But who knows? And in the end, legal experts say Donald Trump can pardon himself. Never happened before, I don't think. But that's what the legal experts are talking about and saying. So again, we can go through the motions here. We can find out anything. If it, if it's overwhelmingly proven that he did some of the things, and, and I don't think he's going to deny doing a lot of things that are alleged in here. I think it's going to be proven that a lot of them were exaggerated, but exaggerated doesn't mean didn't happen. Because you're saying there were 5,000 non-citizen votes in Arizona and they didn't find 5,000 through their investigations, but they found 201 county alone because that's the sample they took. Well, that justifies his complaint. That justifies his suspicion that something's not right. And that's going to show a jury, a judge, that he may... uh, you know, he may be justified in having his suspicions. A lot of people are talking about, legal experts are talking about this being a free speech case, that he's allowed to question it. He's allowed to say these things out loud. He's allowed to say, my belief is this. And if he shows attorneys, his legal experts, his people on the ground, his heads of those states, Republican parties that were saying, yes, something suspicious here. Well, that's not a conspiracy. That's not him knowing that this isn't false, because to this day, he believes the election was stolen. Anybody who watches him, I mean, he just had a, uh, 
uh, he just had a rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, where he repeatedly said the election was stolen. He truly believes all this stuff. And based on the stuff that I found today, yes, his his numbers were extremely exaggerated. It doesn't mean they weren't happening. And I think that's what this is going to fall on, because that's the evidence that they have out there. That's the evidence that they can prove. And again, just doing searches of U.S. attorneys and arrests they had. And we're going to go through each of those, and you can decide for yourself. But calling the other side hypocrites because they did the same thing in denying elections and saying that he's not legitimate and saying that he's the true winner and this you know, was stolen, that's not, don't take that as a support for what's going on now. From the start, I've said, let these indi- the indictments have already come down. Let the trials happen. Let it all get out in the open. Let the Trump defense team depose all these other people now and find out what comes out of this. I don't think it's going to be something you want. I don't think it's something the country needs. But we have this one-sided criminal justice system, and we've seen it. Until that's equally applied, we need to keep asking questions. It's 3.33 here at WILK. We'll be back after. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.39 here at the station. Um, To get more local here, it looks like a bunch of local school districts are suing social media giants. I don't know how I feel about this um, because I don't think it's really their place or they have standing for such a lawsuit, but we'll see where it goes. Four area school districts are among a growing number of districts nationwide that are suing several social media giants, alleging that the companies have helped fuel a mental health crisis among youth that is disrupting education and costing taxpayers money. The suits filed by North Pocono, Hazleton area, Hanover area, and Crestwood school districts allege the owners of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Snapchat know their sites are highly addictive and harmful to youth. They've refused to implement safety measures, however... However, so they can continue to reap massive profits. Um, You know, it goes into, you know, kids have a higher rate of suicide, depression, and all kinds of mental health issues since uh, the advent of social media. School districts have to deal with this on a daily basis. They have to make sure counseling support groups are available. Again, I don't know how I feel about a school district making this decision for our kids. I'm not against it. I, I would really need to hear more of it. I, I just don't think they have standing to make that decision. I, I think, uh, quite honestly, it's a money grab, hoping that these social media giants will settle in some way. But if they settle with a couple of school districts, you're going to see a flood of this in a class action route or anywhere else, sort of like you did with the, the opioid crises. But um, I just I don't think they're standing here for a school district. When it comes for such, I I think that, you know, if anything, parents should be the ones. But again, parents also have the control to stop their kids from using this sort of stuff. We provide the devices that they use uh, these social media apps on. We pay for it all. And I talk about it here all the time on the Rob O'Donnell Show. We need to focus on monitoring that, restricting that. And, and I don't care if your kid is under 18 
You have every right to restrict what they have access to. You can put locks on certain things that they can't use, times they use them, day they use it, time limits on what they use. Uh, there's ratings you could put on where they can't see certain content. There's, there's, a, there's a plethora of restrictions that you can put on these things. And even when they're older, older than 18 or 18 and older, if you're paying for that device, you're in charge. Don't let your kids make you think anything different. If they want to pay for their own device, if they want to you know, buy their own device, that's on them. But parents really need to be parents when it comes to this because what they're saying in this lawsuit is not untrue. I just don't think it's a school district's place to decide this issue using the children that attend their school that we pay for them through our tax dollars to attend this school for this type of money grab. I'm kind of torn on this. I could be persuaded either way with a good argument, but just reading the story here, and again, this is in today's uh, Citizen's Voice, a great story by Terry Morgan Bessegger. And uh, I, I just, I feel torn here. I just don't think that a school district, you know, has a standing for such a lawsuit down the road along in conjunction with parents, maybe, but... I just, to see this, it was like, okay, so you're using my children, you're using the device that I provide and the access that I supervise for you to sue and get money because you're dealing with a situation. Well, take take the precautions you need in your school to not allow these apps, to not allow these devices in, and I'll decide on how I deal with the social media outlets when it comes to my children's mental being. It's 3.43 here at WILK. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Got a text message in, and I'm happy to have these conversations. I'm sorry, Rob, but you're whitewashing how bad the stuff done by Trump was and is. His actions go way beyond that of any Democrat or Republican has ever done. He is a danger to our country, and no amount of gaslighting will ever change that fact until all of us Americans wake up and realize the danger of a Trump, our country is in trouble. And if you don't like Donald Trump, that's fine. But tell me the things he's done. Because, uh, you know, my reply to this was Biden's economy just had the U.S. bond rating reduced from AAA to AA+. That's more damaging than anything Trump has ever done. And if you look at the economics of America, what drives America, that is exactly more dangerous, more damaging than anything Trump ever did. And mind you, a lot of what they accused Trump was all made up. It's been proven to be made up. Yes, he's a blowhard. Yes, he's arrogant. Yes, he's a loudmouth. But if you pick through his policies, there were a lot of good things that he did. If you pick through what's gone on, yes, I wished he didn't just harp on me, 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 me. They're after me. They're coming to get me. But they are. But I would, at this point, leave that aside and fight to become the next president if I was him. And again, I'm one that wants to see a healthy primary. In a perfect world, Joe Biden and Donald Trump would retire. They're not. So how do we move forward from here? Let these trials happen. Let whatever evidence comes up and let it go through the appeals process. 
if through all the appeals processes this is justified and substantiated, I'm fine with whatever penalties he gets. I'm just also relaying what legal experts are saying as far as what his possibilities can do. Nothing that they've charged him with at this point prevent him from running or taking the office of presidency. If he gets voted in or not, who knows? They just had an, uh, a survey that shows his approval rating among voting Republicans is up to 77% now. Joe Biden's polling at 30, low 30s with Democrats. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back after. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 354 here. Just received a text message. Good Lord, get a grip on reality. What has he done? Total cult member. Again, my reply is list them. Better yet, call in and enlighten us. You're more than free. Like I said, you don't like him, that's fine. His policies were sound. Inflation was down. Things were going good until the pandemic came. Was building the wall. Not as fast as he promised. Not how he promised, but it was getting up. But immigration, illegal immigration, was at the lowest it's been in my lifetime. Your lifetime probably as well. And again, I don't plan on voting for the guy at this point. But if it's him versus Biden, I'm sorry. I'll have to make a decision then. So pointing out the hypocrisy of others, the unequal treatment in our criminal justice system is not a sign of support. Asking questions about an indictment of a former president is not a sign of support for that president. It's saying that I, too, have questions. You know, I, in less than 24 hours have found things that substantiate, again, not to the levels that he was uh, portraying. To to, to this day, he still portrays. They have to prove he knew that these things weren't true. To this day, he still believes they're true. It's going to be a hard hill hill to climb. And listen to the legal experts out there. The only people who are saying, this is a slam dunk, this is overwhelming, this is it, are uh, morning hosts and, and pundits on CNN. So do your own research on what he's what was alleged. Read through the document. It's only, what, 50 pages? 45 pages. It's 45 pages. You could find it online. I'll even post a link to it on my social media. You're not a serious person. I only tuned in to hear your ridiculous apologies for the indefensible. Good job, I guess. See, here's people who make these statements, get a drip on reality, get a grip on reality. What has he done? Total cult member. I ask him to list. List all the things that he's done bad. And call or call in. You can't because you won't. You're, a car- you're one of the cartoon characters out there. You have a platform. Use it. List all the things. Again, I'm not, I, I don't, I, I'm not defending the guy. He's arrogant. He's an SOB. He, he, he doesn't know how to treat people. But he did good things while he was in office. America was going in a good direction when he was in office. Look at it now. Again, Bidenomics, we just had our bond rating for the U.S. downgraded. Let's go uh, Gary from Mill City on Trump's indictment. Gary. Yeah, Rob, thanks for taking my call. No I might uh, I might hate you from the other side, <laughs> that uh, you wouldn't vote for Trump. But uh, the clips you played before, and once again, 
We have laws, we have stuff in this country, and when we get away from that, we have problems. Uh, going back to the Al Gore Bush election, the hanging chads in Florida. I, I did a lot of reading, a lot of research at that time. And on your ballot and on the instructions in the precincts, voting precincts, or instructions, any hanging chad on your ballot disqualified it. Wasn't racial, wasn't anything. They made it to be racial. They made it to be uh, discriminatory. But the simple solution was you rub your hand on a ballot, and if there was a chat on the back, you throw it away. You don't even look at it. But that is too easy. It would have been following the long instructions. So uh, we had the big fiasco. Hillary Clinton, when uh, President Trump beat her, it is now proven that the FBI... Uh, the Clinton campaign, the DOJ were all involved in the Russian collusion hoax. So it was proven, and Donald Trump said he was innocent of it. Hillary Clinton ran on the Russian collusion that her campaign uh, invented, made, and nobody was punished. And I believe what people don't get, and you mentioned that Donald Trump gets stronger with each, each indictment, people are waking up to the fact that the Republicans and Democrats really are no different. They've brought trade agreements in this country for the last 30 years that destroyed great jobs in this country. I lost mine. I worked at RCA, TCE, and Dunmore when they closed. A great job. I made more money uh, 20 years ago than I made today. All right, guys. And uh, you don't forget, don't forget, we got to wrap this up, but don't forget the, the, okay, Hunter, the, Hunter, Biden, the Hunter Biden the laptop that, that people on the Dem- Democrats, enough Democrats said that if they would have found out that that was true and not Russian disinformation itself, the Hunter Biden laptop, that Joe Biden wouldn't have beat Donald Trump this last time around. So even more. Okay. And how many people were involved in, in that? Once again, the DOJ, the FBI. Lots, Gary. Lots, Gary. We're going to have to leave there. I appreciate your call. It's uh, 4 o'clock.